Sophia's Choice, the only Golden Girls podcast to destroy more lives than workahol. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Brent, and this week we'll be discussing a special pro-union episode of the Golden Palace. <laughs> Joining me on the picket line is my good friend, Ski. Howdy, friends. Together, we'll be fighting the good fight against the heel of leadership, and longtime listeners know that that heel is Alan. Glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> so, before we get any further, and assuming leadership will allow it, I do have a quick pop quiz. Ah. All right, so it's a little fill-in-the-blank here. Just shout out the answer when oh. you know it. All right. Okay. So, question number one. Today, Alan will be providing a recap of Golden Palace Season 1, Episode Blank. Six. Six. Okay. Um, I think I heard Ski say it first. Okay, so fine. Current I would argue that was tied. Okay. It, it was definitely you. Okay. So, current score is now Chuckleheads 1, Tramps nothing. Shut up, I got you. That's why we needed a winner. It's great now that I argued it was a tie. All right. <laughs> Almost seems like a tacit defense of myself. <laughs> So after Alan finishes that recap, okay, we're going to go ahead and discuss the episode amongst ourselves and nominate our MVPs for the week. We'll also award the episode upwards of eight slices of cheesecake, and that's going to help us determine how much of a bullet Coco dodged by not sticking around for Golden Palace. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm impressed, too, that I think you uh, memorized those last two words since I saw them on the back side of your folded page. Uh, it was just, take it away, Alan. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> So you didn't, you forgot. <laughs> no, I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> you felt like it was implied at that point. Exactly. <laughs> well, it was a nice intro. Thank you. I enjoyed Indeed. it. Thank you. I, um, yeah, I definitely wanted that, uh, you know, Knuckleheads 1, <laughs> Trans 0 in there. Yeah. So I had to take the long way to get there. <laughs> how, how would you have handled it had I clearly beaten Ski? Would you still <laughs> oh, yeah, have he, awarded it to him? Yeah. No, I mean, it, then you would have been the, oh, the Knucklehead. Just, oh, okay. You know? I, I thought you would. I, I, we, I think Ski's more of a tramp anyway. Exactly. But, <laughs> <laughs> and I guess out of the two of us, I'd have to say I'm more of the Knucklehead. Yeah. But. All right. Um, well, I don't have any listener interactions or anything to go over today. Um, I have no humorous anecdotes or whatever. Well, that's okay. We got a little game later on in the episode to, you know, pad it out a bit if we need to. Okay. And last episode, people got an epic, so I say <laughs> <laughs> they're probably hoping for a nice forty-five-minute one. <laughs> they're still spent from last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> last so. week's episode was um, enough that uh, Patrick's going to need to take another three-month sabbatical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. So. All right, well, uh, as Brent alluded, uh, Golden Palace, uh, season one, episode six, or just episode six, if you will. Six. Uh, six. We're a fourth of the way done. <laughs> yep. Um, can't stand losing you. This was aired on October 23rd, 1992. Uh, I can definitely tell you that Bella Hadid was not born on <laughs> October 23rd. <laughs> How about Gigi Hadid? Uh, I have no idea. Okay. Um, but it was written by uh, Mitch the Bitch Hurwitz. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I have nothing against Mitch Horowitz, but... Um, Man, give us Arrested Development. Yeah, that's definitely... So, then actually, I'm in favor of him. Yeah. And it was uh, directed again by uh, Peter D. Bight. Mm-hmm. He's had quite a few this season already, hasn't he? I thought I pronounced Beat. Yeah. Well, that's what he <laughs> says, but, you know, yeah. I'll pronounce however I want. Yeah. It goes back, back and forth with him and uh, Lex Viserys. Yeah. Oh, is it... For the rest of the season, All season, think, uh, back yeah. and forth? Mm-hmm. I believe so. Well, I hope that I get... Uh, hope I get a Lex <coughs> Viserys. Actually, there's somebody else I was hoping I get later on, but... We'll Any, get to it. One more Terry Hughes for the road. 
I don't think so. Uh, done. I think he did the first one and that's it. Hmm. I'd have hmm. to look back, though. I don't remember for yeah, certain. Yeah, it's fine. We'll figure it out eventually. There's one writer, I think it is. I don't think it's a director. There's one writer I hope I get because I have a way I want to introduce him when we get to him. Mm-hmm. But I may have to shoehorn it in somewhere when he writes a different mm-hmm. episode. Is that Sotkin? No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, all right. Well, uh, so again, I have nothing to start off this episode with, so we'll just jump right in. Uh, first. Start with that. Feet first. Yes, exactly. Yeah, okay. in the lobby. Yeah. Uh, so starting off the lobby with uh, Shorty and Wrinkly. Uh, Shorty, <laughs> <laughs> Shorty needs help with his homework, but uh, Wrinkly is no biology expert. I think that's actually what Ski calls his balls and testicles. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He didn't quite stick the landing. But <laughs> the, 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 the My joke. balls and testicles. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so close. <laughs> That's what Ski calls his cock and balls. Yeah. <laughs> Edit that accordingly. <laughs> I, my guess is you're trying to find a word less vulgar than cock. <laughs> and it just threw you off. <laughs> I was like, what's the classiest version of that? Yeah. <laughs> well, it just failed me. That's yeah, a really solid joke, though, even though it didn't quite make it. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> So. <laughs> That's one of my favorite jokes you said, even though he didn't quite hit it. <laughs> so close. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't laugh as much. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who programmed him. Yeah. So. Anyway, uh, Roland comes in and agrees to help, saying he doesn't mind staying in since he's a workaholic. Hearing this, a star rose says, oh my God, he's drinking workahol. Uh, which that reminded me of one of my favorite Simpsons lines where Homer finds out he's a rageaholic and that he says he's addicted to rageahol. <laughs> I almost wondered if it was uh, inspired by this yeah. episode. He also has the one line where he's like, alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. Yeah, I think that's one that's on quite a few yeah. uh, pieces of merchandise and whatnot over yeah. time. Uh, well, apparently, uh, Roland has not taken a night off since the girls bought the hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rose and Blanche both think Roland is lonely and needs a lady, uh, with Rose goading Blanche into a competition to find him a mate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sophia chimes in that Roland burns brighter than the flame at Arlington National Cemetery, and a new man is good for what ails him. So uh, that gives us our setup for the show. They're going to be trying mm-hmm. to find him a, a new partner. Yeah. Did either of you two have anything to add to our opening? Not offhand. Yeah, I thought it set it up pretty nicely yeah. for what mm-hmm. we have coming ahead. So. Well, scene two, this one, I don't know, covers half the damn episode. Um, <laughs> yeah. It just kept going and going and going. I did notice, I don't know if you guys know, so I've got like a template that I use at home, right, for the episodes when I type them up. Sure. And uh, for Golden Girls, it seemed like it had more scenes, but they were you know shorter, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It seems like, uh, at least for the only... It's only been two that I've done so far for Golden Palace. Uh, it has fewer scenes, but they seem longer. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like my episodes that I've done have had a similar number of scenes, but they do seem to transition a lot within the same scene to different sets. Agreed. Like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I feel like in Golden Girls, yeah, occasionally they go from the living room to the kitchen or, <laughs> or vice versa, but with here it seems like they very frequently will go from the you know the lobby, the lobby to the yeah. dining room yeah. to the kitchen, and you know it goes back and forth within the same scene frequently. I mean, I assume it's because they have a bigger cast, you know, so more of their money is already spent. Yeah. But I mean, <clears throat> I mean, we're six episodes in and they've not left the hotel. Yeah, that's true. You know, always before it's like every second week they've got a banquet they're attending or mm-hmm. a restaurant they're going to or whatever. Well, Date so or see. something. So, yeah. so far in the hotel, we've seen, uh, we've seen obviously the, the lobby, the kitchen, mm-hmm. and the dining room. That's probably mm-hmm. our main three. Some yeah. bedrooms. Yeah, we've gotten a glimpse of the office. We've seen two different, I guess three different bedrooms, mm-hmm. um, although probably two of those bedrooms are the same. Yeah. But the one with Oliver, there was quite a bit more going on in his mm-hmm. bedroom than the others. Which made me saw. think also last week when they shared a room, mm-hmm. it, unless they all stayed in Oliver's room. Oh, yeah. Where, where would all that stuff go? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you got to figure that for they all of them, yeah. really, because they all live there at yeah. that hotel. Yeah. Um, so that's another kind of issue. They would have had a, a pretty decent amount of stuff to transport <laughs> into these other rooms for this one night. But anyways, 
That's last week's business, though. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, in scene two, uh, we move over to the kitchen and learn that the local TV station wants their chef to do a, a cooking segment on Good Morning Miami. Sophia agrees, but Blanche has no intentions of letting her represent the hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think everybody agrees that uh, Chewy would be the best option. Mm-hmm. I think she says something to the effect of like that she would blurt something out on TV, and mm-hmm. she says like no, that she wouldn't. Calls her a, a sealy posturepedic with a face, mm-hmm. and that's I think when everybody gets on board with that Chewy should be the representative. Yeah. On I think the show. Chewy doesn't even like suck up to her, saying, "I know you're the better chef," and then like rolls his eyes. Yeah, I did <laughs> like that. That was pretty solid. Um, well, uh, Roland takes Sophia out to the lobby. I think she has lost her glasses at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Rose proclaims that in a few minutes, Roland will meet her candidate and that Blanche will be the loser. Blanche says that she didn't think they were doing the competition, and Rose replies, part of the secret is winning is knowing the game has begun. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a really solid line. Yeah. That really does <laughs> seem like a Sun Tzu or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Art, Art of War, war. Type thing. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, I, I think you should get a tattoo that says that, Brent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it'd be great, too. They'd be like, oh, what's that tattoo from? You're like, oh, the Golden Palace, the uh, less successful follow-up <laughs> to the Golden Girls. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we just thought it sounded cool. Because a lot of people eat down by the Golden Palace. Like, oh, I didn't even remember that was a thing. <laughs> or I never yeah. knew that was a thing. Yeah. But, <coughs> so that would make your deep cut of a tattoo even better. Yes. That's right. <laughs> so. Rose then block, uh, excuse me. Rose then mocks Blanche's protest, uh, calling them the uh, mating call the loser. I always thought the mating call the loser was welcome to Sophia's <laughs> choice, the Golden Girls podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I stand corrected. <laughs> uh, Blanche is looking to make a, a a late entry into the contest and enlist the help of a, a harried-looking woman who is delivering a side of beef and has a, a smock covered in blood. Yeah. I did think that, uh, I don't know, I guess I don't know what I would expect. I mean, it is a full-service kitchen, but I wouldn't think that even full-service kitchens would get giant sides of beef delivered. Unwrapped. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> yeah. no no covering whatsoever. Just like, here's a leg of a zebra here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess I got the impression that it was a fixed menu. Because mm-hmm. he was telling them that they needed to fix something different each night. Yeah. You know. So I assumed it was like, you know, tonight we're doing... Yeah, like Monday's this and yeah, yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. That would make sense, too, when you figure that most hotel guests don't probably stay for more than a week. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing that, like, It'd if every It'd be a night, lot easier to order, too. Yeah. Like, like supplies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I thought that, uh, I don't know, I guess I would just assume that they would order pre-cut steaks, pre-cut, mm-hmm. you know, pre-ground meat, beef, and stuff like that. But yeah. I we suppose know for a if you were... they had full chickens last yeah. episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I guess if you were comfortable with doing all the butchering, that would certainly save some money for the uh, <laughs> for the hotel as well. But I doubt they're paying Chewy a good enough wage to justify him also being the butcher in addition to the chef. <laughs> <laughs> so. Maybe that's Sophia's contribution. That could be. <laughs> she does seem to be it. comfortable with that. So, mm-hmm. <sighs> uh, but yeah, so she. Uh, she ushers the bathing beauty into the lobby, who greets Roland with an outstretched meat hook. Uh, Blanche, <laughs> Blanche introduces her as Roy, um, but Roland declines, primarily because of the blood and the hook. Uh, Blanche implores Roland he not... He wanted a hooker, he could have found one on his own. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, Blanche implores Roland to uh, not resist, because they are both so similar, you know, since they're both black. <laughs> uh, Roy leaves... Almost twins. Yeah, exactly, you know. Rose leaves and Sophia's entry comes out of the elevator and is only the second most stereotypical gay character to appear on the Golden Saga. Mm-hmm. So I guess I appreciated that, that at least they dialed it back a half a notch. Are you saying the first one was the, uh, the caterer? Uh, definitely the caterer, yeah, mm-hmm. I think was he much... He was straight. What's up? <gasps> he was straight. Was he supposed to be? He said he had a wife. Oh, well... I'll slap you into next week if you get <laughs> yeah. <got> smart. Yeah. <laughs> if you act silly, what was it like... <laughs> Slap you silly if you act smart, something yeah. like that. But don't get smarter, I'll slap you silly. For yeah, something. yeah. There you go. I think that was right. Yeah. Well, excuse me for living, Anita Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have memorized. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that caterer is my spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> you are a sassy bitch, <laughs> <laughs> and I rock a tiny ponytail. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I wonder how disappointed people would be if they... 
<laughs> you know, because like they've never seen you. You uh, probably got a rat tail. In it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the rat tail, I think, would be less disappointed about than the little ponytail. <laughs> I always figured him as like a man bun kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Um, <laughs> So uh, rolling the uh, tasty, <laughs> rolling the tasty Slim Jim that he is, <laughs> supposed to roll yeah. the headless machine gunner. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, he he, uh, he he clutches Blanche and says that he's with her. <laughs> like the vast majority of podcast listeners, Roland is also not interested in Sophia's choice. <laughs> Uh, you didn't like that one? Did you give me anything on that? Sophia's, oh, I gotcha. I got you. <laughs> it totally flew over my head, bud. It's the name of the show. <laughs> no, I didn't get the association with uh, Sophia's choice for the mate. It probably didn't help that we kind of had a little break there in between. Very, yeah, I quite mean, a bit of laughing in between. Yeah. Oh, well. Sorry about that, but they it can't was all a very land. good one. Well, thank you. <laughs> That's always the uh, the response that someone hopes for. I found that humorous. That was a fine joke, my good man. <laughs> I did find that clever. Funniest jokes and balls and testicles. <laughs> <laughs> this whole episode's a laugh riot. Exactly. <laughs> <sighs> Well, uh, Mr. Ricciuti, I believe it is, or Ricciuti, I don't know. Um, he determines that Roland is straight, no chaser, and uh, he and Sophia head towards the dining room. The uh, final entrant comes into the room, Rose's friend, Joanne. Tootie. Yep. Um, no, not yet. Oh, yeah. So, getting ahead of yourself. Uh, Roland introduces himself saying, hi, I'm Roland Wilson, a raging, uh, I'm Roland Wilson, raging heterosexual, so nice to meet you. Isn't that how you normally introduce yourself? <laughs> like for job interviews and things like that. It's my LinkedIn profile. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't want any misconceptions. Is that one of your job descriptions? Like under your special skills? <laughs> they ask for certifications. <laughs> I don't know if we can still call him raging. I mean, he hasn't taken a class in three years. Yeah. So you feel like you have to get re- recertified. Yeah, yeah. You need your CEUs or whatever. To maintain your, exactly. <laughs> you think you think your heterosexuality is just a dull roar? <laughs> it's in there somewhere. Yeah. So, so you're a raging heterosexual, and Ski's a waning heterosexual. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you're fully weaned. Yeah. I mean, I would say that if anything, as time has gone on, I become. Far less raging of a heterosexual. <laughs> just number one, I don't have that much rage anymore. <laughs> like I mellowed over time. And number two, I think that when I was a young man, <laughs> I, I, yeah, it looks like I've taken the position that my heterosexuality—it's mellowed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll say this: when I was a young, it's a little man, more fluid than it used to be. <laughs> when I was a young man growing up, and then you know. 80s and 90s, um, and, you know, people were a lot less uh, accepting and everything else and, and whatnot, then I think I was far more likely to be offended or whatever mm-hmm. if somebody were to yeah. ever mistake me as being gay. Now yeah. I'd honestly be quite flattered because I'm like, I don't keep myself as well as most gay men do. <laughs> and if someone thought I was, then I'd be like, oh, I must have been really taking good care of myself today. <laughs> you dress really well. Yeah, my hair is probably on point or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Mistook me for a young Brian Posehn. Yeah. <laughs> Did I enunciate very well? Right. So young Brian Posehn. I'm just trying to think about like, him at his best. <laughs> Not to mention the fact that I'm pretty sure he's straight. <laughs> so it doesn't even work in that room. <laughs> I thought he was gay. I don't think so. I could be wrong. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I don't know. Anyways, either way. <laughs> uh, well, Rose leaves uh, laughing at Blanche from the elevator twice because she forgot to push the button, which I, I did like that little gag. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was funny. Um, Oliver walks in. Oh, <laughs> What's going on here? I farted. Oh. You heard it. I, I... <laughs> and I'm laughing because he gave me a knowing nod. 
That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad he didn't throw a wink in with that. <laughs> Just letting me know his pooper works. <laughs> Boy. You, sp- you, you heard what you thought you yeah. heard. I don't know. Sometimes I think our podcast can't hit new lows, <laughs> and yet we keep digging our way down. <laughs> Brent wears glasses, and he's had to remove them too. <laughs> I don't know to, to to compose himself. I guess. Um, for a you don't want to get that knowing nod from Ski. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so I will say the uh, little. Bit where uh, Rose gets in the elevator and says it's a win-win. Uh-huh. Oh, except for you, Blanche, you lose, and then starts laughing. Yeah, I think that was my favorite line of the episode. That was really solid. I can agree with that. It's probably huh. why I farted. Because you know, <laughs> <laughs> you just got so worked up over that. That's so. it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Oliver walks in and tells Blanche that the day won't work out because Roland is still stuck in his old girlfriend, Trisha. Blanche isn't uh, ready to concede the competition yet, and a plan for reconciliation is starting to form. Right, I'm just saying he's been married to a lady for about 20 years. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still like to be, think people think I look like a young version of him. <laughs> <sighs> All right, well, um, for scene three, we seamlessly transition to the kitchen. It seems like there wasn't any break at all. Now, maybe there was a commercial in real life. Uh-huh. I don't know. But it looked like they just go straight into the kitchen and then Rose is going in because of some complaint yeah. that a customer had. Yeah. So it was really odd. But yeah, we trans- yeah there was no time. Usually they'll like fade to black and then back in or something. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. And this seemed like it just literally went from like one second to the next. But uh-huh. I guess I don't know what it was like when it originally aired. Mm-hmm. Nor do I. Um, but uh, so Rose is telling Chewy about a complaint, and Sophia is trying to sabotage his food, pouring. Mm-hmm. I think she throws a banana in the pot and some uh, salt a in there. Full box of I think it was sugar. Sugar, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Like she drops it in when she gets caught by him. Yeah, the complaint was too much salt, but it was sugar that she was pouring in at least the second time around. Just like his gas tank. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> Your gas tank. <laughs> Well, Blanche walks in and reveals that the... Uh, <laughs> He's <laughs> just so joke? proud. Yeah. <laughs> the, so Blanche has walked in and reveals that she sent a ticket to Trisha to come visit Roland, but it turns out that this may have been a mistake. It seems that Roland ended the relationship because Trisha was suffocating him and, uh, I guess, used baby talk as well. Figuratively, right? What's that? Figuratively suffocating. Yeah, I don't think she was literally. <laughs> I thought it was like the baby talk. It's like, no, it was literal baby talk. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't want me to give the wrong impression of the kind of baby talk. It's, it's like uh, it wasn't any gag gag goo goo kind of a stuff. Exactly. It was simulated baby talk. But. <laughs> so, uh, um, so figurative in both cases, right? Right, exactly. Um, well, uh, he claims that he uh, lied to her to end the relationship. Uh, Blanche is in the lobby now trying to tell Roland about Trisha, but before she can, Trisha arrives and the scene ends. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a twangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive. <laughs> Very nice. And Tootie was still looking good. Oh, she, yeah, yeah, she definitely was still rocking out of that age. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, Tootie walking in brings us to a little game that I have planned for this episode. Well, what? Two Tooties and a lie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Two toots and a lie. <laughs> we already know that one of them. <laughs> All right, so I'm giving each Uh-oh, of the guys a blank. Yeah, blank paper. Hopefully, one of these these pencils write well enough for you guys to to do this. So, this is a. Now it is debatable if you would call Tootie a co-star. Um, okay. Well, she's definitely a co-star, but I was kind of thinking more second bananas. Um, whereas on Facts of Life, if there was a star of Facts of Life, mm-hmm. Tootie would definitely be in contention as that star. I think it'd be either mm-hmm. Tootie or Blair. Um, I opinion. think Joe. Joe would be up there too. Um, yeah. But I, I feel like that. Maybe Molly in season one. Yeah, perhaps. Um, Mrs. Garrett, maybe seasons one through five. Yeah, but she wasn't on you know the entire series. So that definitely. That's why not... I just said one through five. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Anyways, 
most of these people, they would not be first on the call sheet. Okay, so sure. these, so these are going to be your co-stars, not your stars of the show. I'm sorry, is this all about Facts of Life? No, this is all about the 80s and 90s. So these, okay. all of these shows were on during the same time as the Golden Girls or the Golden Palace. So during the like run of literally the two. like the same era, like yes. the years like 85 to yeah, 92. Exactly. Okay. So if it didn't enter, if it didn't premiere until 93, like the fall mm-hmm. of 93, it, it didn't make the list. Gotcha. So it has to be within the time the Golden Girls. Now it made it premiered before them, mm-hmm. and certainly could have run after them but it definitely was on during the same yeah. time they it were was sure, on. Yeah. it was a competitor so i'm going to give you guys the name of a character okay? okay now you guys need to see if you can name the show and mm-hmm. the actor that oh, played yeah. that character oh i'm okay. gonna do real bad here okay now listen <laughs> i'm trying to even get this up. two points if you get them both well you get i'm going to try to even this up yeah. just a little bit it probably will still be a blowout by brent and my <laughs> so for Ski, if he can name the series, he gets two points. Oh, and and, and if, he can, if he can name the actor, he gets one point. For Brent, it's the reverse. So Brent gets one point for the series and two points for the actor's name. Gotcha. So you guys each have a three points you can get, but uh-huh. Ski's, his extra Kinda point comes waited. on the easier yeah, <laughs> side of it, just to hopefully make it slightly more interesting. <laughs> so Watch for the added so, embarrassment is what he's saying. Uh, so, so if you say Robin Williams, he can write down... Mork and Mork and Mindy. Thanks for ruining it. And he gets three points. Now now number seven and eight are gone. I would say say Mork, and then he would say Mork and Mindy and Robin Williams. Gotcha. And he'd get three points, but you would get the same Mm -hmm. as long as you knew that. But if if I said Mork and he said... uh, Alf. Well, let's say that he said Mork and Mindy but got the wrong actor, and you said Mork and Mindy but got the wrong actor, he'd have two points to your one. Gotcha. Um, So, so yeah, if I... And the unbelievably unlikely chance that it's a close game we can revisit it (laughs) (laughs) but i appreciate your enthusiastic uh yeah so anyway (laughs) again these are i will tell you this just to give you guys one small clue all of these are different series so there's no repeats on the series right yes um and uh I, i many of these are fairly easy um but many of them are but these are all popular series. None of these are like deep cut series that weren't mm-hmm. popular at all. I, I thought about throwing Twin Peaks in there because I know mm-hmm. Brent's a fan. But oh, I've never have... watched an episode. Seven. Yeah, when there's only one season, I think of it, and there was no character on there that I would have even personally realized was from that show. So, gotcha. um, so yeah, these are all pretty popular shows during that time frame. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, you guys, ready? Fire away. All sure. right. Number one, uh, Carla Tortelli. All yeah. right. Number two. Uh, Paul Pfeiffer. Do we have to have first and last name? Uh, I mean, if you got the last name, I would definitely give it to you. If you had the first name, then I'll give you partial credit at least. All right, number three, Joey Gladstone. You ought to know. <laughs> I know the name. I can't quit. I can't say who. All right, number four, Carol Seaver. Number five, Mallory Keaton. It doesn't matter which order we put them in, right? No, I don't care. Yeah. Man. All right, number six. I think this might be a bigger blowout than I thought. Um, <laughs> <laughs> number six, uh, Bobby Ewing. I don't think I've seen Ski right in four numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Okay. Maybe you're just writing a little more quietly than Brent. Um, all right, number seven. I'm trying to psych him out with yeah. my <laughs> loud pencil marks. <laughs> I don't know. (laughs) 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 All right, number seven, Barney Gumble. All right, number eight, Samantha Maselli. Don't be trying to cheat, Ski. I saw you just glance over Brent's paper. <laughs> Number nine, Lieutenant Commander Data. <laughs> All right. Number 10, Joe Palnicek. Okay. Number 11, Orville Rick Wright. What did you say? Sorry. Orville Rick and Wright. This is 11, right? Yes, this is 11, yep. So Orville Wright would be the character's. Uh, Christian name, but mm. Rick Wright mm. is probably what he goes by on the series. Okay. Number 12, George Owens. All right. Number 13, Kelly Taylor. All right. Number uh, 14, 
Anthony Bouvier. Number 15, Jackie Harris. Sharopsky gets this one. Number 16, Carlton Banks. <laughs> <laughs> and number 17, Joey Russo. Damn. I, I know I watched TV back then. <laughs> <laughs> number 18, I hope Brent gets this one. Uh, Barbara Weston. <laughs> Ski's face. <laughs> All right, number nineteen, Ralph Burley, and number twenty, Tom Willis. All right, <clears throat> so I'll go through these. Uh, I'm not gonna go through them again, but as I go through them. I, I did not even, just so you know, I didn't even try it for actors. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even try after names. All right. I think you'll probably feel a little bad about at least a few of these if you didn't have any actor names. Um, probably, but I didn't even try. If you can name it, I'll, I'll let you go first. Um, and if you can name the actor, like if it comes to you when you're giving your answer, then, uh, okay, then I'll give you the, the points. Um, all right. So number one, uh, Carla Tortelli. Cheers. Correct. Any actor? I can see her face, and I, I, I just can't remember her name. All right. So Brent. Rhea Pullman. Yep. Correct. Very All right, good. So three points for Brent, two points for Ski. Uh, number two, Paul Pfeiffer. Wonder Years? Yeah, yep. Wonder Years. Any idea what his actual actor name is? Um, I can't remember. I know there was a while there's a... Uh, the rumor, the yeah. The rumor that he was Marilyn <laughs> yeah. Manson. Yeah. But the last name was like Savo? Uh, Saviano. Saviano. Yeah. Yeah, so I just had Wonder Years, so is that... Uh, one point for you then. So and two for ski, so it's four to four right now. And Joey Gladstone, I could not remember what that was from. I bet I'm sure Brent got it because I think he has Dave Coulier from Full House. Oh freaking! <laughs> I'm so stupid. I I, think, if I ahead. said Uncle Joey, do you think yeah. that would have made yeah. a difference? Yeah. See, a lot. There's a few of these where I think if you were to hear them referred to as they were on the show, mm -hmm. then that would help a lot. But there's another one coming up that's a similar mm -hmm. type situation. All right, so you got neither on that one, correct? No. All right, so how many points you have to, Brian? You got three points on that one, right? Yeah, so I'm seven. Okay. Number four, Carol Seaver. Growing Pains. Correct. Joanna Cassidy? No. You, oh. So you did your Growing Pains? Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's a Tracy Gold plays Carol. Uh, what did you say? You said Carol Seaver. I did, but Carol isn't Tracy Gold. It's a, uh, who does she play? She played the daughter. Yeah, Tracy. Mm -hmm. No, Tracy is her name. What's the character's name now? The mom's name? Is Carol's the mom, though, right? Correct. So I put the wrong name. Tracy down. is the daughter. I'm going to say Brent gets three points on that. Tracy is the daughter. I yeah. just think I put the wrong character name, and then gotcha. tried, I meant to switch it to Tracy Gold. Yeah. Um, but So Brent gets three there. But you did get growing pains on that mm -hmm. one, right? Okay, good deal. Uh, Mallory Keaton. <clears throat> Family Ties. Okay, another actor? Um, I know it's... it's uh, uh, don't, don't tell me. Hmm. I know it's... Uh, what's his name? His sister... Mm -hmm. He was in You're Ozark. Yeah. The Ozarks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he played Marty Ozark. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm guessing Brent. He was copied off of Marty from uh, Family Ties, right? Yeah. <laughs> With his friend Doc. Mm -hmm. um, give me just a few seconds. It's. What? So, <laughs> you talking to Back to the Future? I was joking, yeah, because. <laughs> back to, like. Uh, Alex P. Keaton was on Family Ties, but he also played Marty <laughs> from Family Ties. Yes, okay. <laughs> you said Marty for Ozarks, so yes, I was okay, trying okay. to tie it together. Justine Bateman. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a second. No. I'll take my two. What's yeah, the, he's right. Well, no, Tracy Gold, it says at least on IMDb, is Carol Seaver. It says Mallory or Maggie Seaver is the mom, Joanne Kern. Oh, so, he's right. Okay, so then, so Brent doesn't get that two points. So he gets one point for that, that one. Just one point yeah. for the show. Mm -hmm. okay. Good uh, try, though. Yeah. You did remember a name, which I did not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this one, the last name is kind of a giveaway for this show, but we'll mm -hmm. see. Um, Bobby Ewing. Uh, Dallas. Correct. Mm -hmm. yeah, Patrick Duffy. Very good, yeah. So Brent gets all three. Okay, number seven, uh, Barney Gumble. Simpsons. Yep. Do you know which, which actor does his voice? I couldn't remember. That one actually. I couldn't. It's uh, Dan Kathlin out of does his voice. I should have just guessed. I felt like that would be one that was kind of... There's so many people that do several. I, I figured oh, yeah. I mm -hmm. just picked one. Mm -hmm. 
All right. Uh, I'm sure Brent got this one. Uh, <laughs> Samantha Maselli. Who's the boss? Yeah. And what? What? Who's the actor? Ski. Oh, it's um. <laughs> gosh dang it. All right, Brent. Yeah. Uh, Alyssa Milano. That's correct. Of Embrace the Vampire so fame. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or Embrace of the Vampire. Yeah. All right. Uh, Lieutenant Commander Data. Oh, Star Trek Next Generation. Yep. Uh, Brent Spiner. Mm-hmm. Did you get the li- Did you get the actor on that I one? Told, I did not give any actors. Okay. I didn't even try. <laughs> this one, it looked like it took Brent just a second. Um, but uh, Joe Palmacek. Is it? Give me a break. No. I so did that's not. the is that the first one that you've missed of this show? <clears throat> yeah. Here's this is really ironic because before we started this, you even said Joe. It was Joe from Facts of Life. Oh. <laughs> so. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, Nancy McKeon. Gotcha. That's her name. Uh, this was a tough one, in my opinion, but maybe you might have gotten it. Uh, Orville Rick Wright. Highway to Heaven? Nope. Do you have any no, idea? Yes, no. uh, Magnum P.I. by uh, Larry Manetti. Gotcha. He was in every episode, but I never. Wa- I don't think I've ever seen an episode of Magnum P.I. personally. Yeah. At least he not was the blonde helicopter pilot. Oh, okay. Me and Brian used to watch it because it was like on in the mornings after like cartoons. Oh, yeah? It was just on right, like, right, I think it was right after cartoons, and we just sat and watched it. It was like... With Knight Rider or something. And you don't remember Rick Wright from that one? Come on, Ski. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right, George Owens. Nope. I wait to heaven. No? <laughs> uh, well, if I, I'm going to see if I tell you the, the show that it's on. I wonder if you'll be able to know the actor because it is an actor that I think you probably kind of like. <laughs> uh, Mr. Belvedere. Uh-huh. You know what show, what the actor is? He played George. Oh, Bob Uger? Yep, Bob okay. Uger, yep. Okay. All right, and 13, uh, Kelly Taylor. Saved by the Bell. Nope. Highway to Heaven? <laughs> nope. How many highways to heaven did you have on there? <laughs> was there? <laughs> I, I, I really thought it was. Well, Kelly Taylor. I was like, it has to pop up eventually. <laughs> this is one that it would be. It doesn't, though. <laughs> this is one of those ones that would be debatable if this person would be a, you know, a second banana, but it was a Jenny Garth on Beverly Hills 90210. Oh, gotcha. gosh, dang it. All right, this one I think Brent would have gotten. Uh, Anthony Bouvier. Highway to Heaven? <laughs> nope. <laughs> That one was played by someone who uh, has been on an episode of Golden Girls with the Elves, mm-hmm. early episode. Anybody? Designing Women, uh, Meshach Taylor. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, 15. Uh, this is another one that I think, so you don't answer this one yet, Brent. I want to see if he gets it. Uh, Jackie Harris. I said that 70s show, but I don't think that overlapped. No, I didn't. Um, I'll, I'll give you a clue. I know there's a Jackie on that, but I didn't know her last name. I'm not going to give you any points, but if I were to say Aunt Jackie, would that have made a difference? Oh, yeah, from... Uh, Roseanne. Yep. And so did you get Roseanne on that one? I just wrote Who Jackie. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew it was Roseanne, but I just wanted to write Who do Jackie. Know, do you know the actress' name? Oh, yeah. Um, we just talked about her a few weeks back. We mm-hmm. did. Um, she's been on uh, Big Bang a lot. Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Lori Metcalf. Yeah, Lori Metcalf. Mm-hmm. Did you guys ever hear that Who Jackie story? I don't mm. think so. It's, um, it's like Norm MacDonald told it. Like when he was a writer mm-hmm. on that show, because like they crank through writers. Like Roseanne just had a habit of firing them oh, okay. every two, three weeks, and towards the end, they just literally like run out of writers in Hollywood to hire because they'd already hired and fired all of them. Oh. <laughs> and so they brought in this guy. Sounds like the Trump administration. <laughs> yeah, like, like they brought in a guy and to write an episode of the show, and he'd never seen it before. So, like, sort of they gave him a heads up, like, oh, well, this is what the show's about. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay. And then he went away and wrote an episode and came back. And they read through it. And it's like, well, you don't have any lines in here for Jackie. And he goes, who Jackie? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> All right, so this one's key. I'm hoping that maybe you could have gotten both on this one. Um, but uh, Carlton Banks. It's Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and... I think about it for a second. So, Brent, do you know the yeah, actor Alfonso name? Alfonso Romero. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then this one. Uh, so, again, I'll, there's one word, if Ski didn't get this right, that'll probably help him. But uh, Joey Russo. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> oh, freaking <laughs> blossom. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know their last name. Now, this... I'm going to skip this one and come back to 18 just because of the absolutely befuddled look on Ski's face. Um, so, so number <laughs> number 19, uh, Ralph Furley. Cruise Company? Yep. And did you get the name on that one? I should have. Okay, well, what is it? it I'll give you the points uh, if you can name him now. Give me a second. My you have my... dementia. <laughs> <laughs> 
I feel like I get put on the spot and it makes me nervous. Yeah, apparently so. But uh, uh, freaking Andy Griffith, like it's uh, you're getting there. It's the man who met Andy Griffith. I, I can't think of his name. Would it help if we said the Fantastic Mystery Limpy or whatever it's called? No, <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> Incredible, Mister Limpy. Incredible, sorry, Limpus. All right. <laughs> so Brent was he, he was uh, you know. The ghost met him when he was Mr. Chicken. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was one half of the apple dumpling gang. Does that help? It does not. <laughs> All right, so uh, his, I'm going to feel his, stupid either way. He has the second most famous nautical name ever. Most nautical name? Second most famous nautical name. <laughs> Don Knotts. Don Knotts, okay. <laughs> Thank you. What, what's the first most famous nautical name? <laughs> you just give me a nod like I should know. Mark Twain. Oh. <laughs> Very That's, nice. I was trying to set you up. Not, apparently, this, this is the last episode we recorded today. My brain is shut down. I am doing very badly on this. Right. I started off strong. The, the second half has been all bad. And then finally, well, not finally, because we're coming back to 18, but number 20, uh, Tom Willis. Highway to Heaven. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not good either. Tom Willis was uh, the Jeffersons. Mm. Uh, he was the neighbor. Uh, yeah. Uh, played by uh, Franklin Cover. Yeah. And then finally. I think he's Lenny Kravitz's dad. Oh, really? <laughs> that seems unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> like stepdad. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and then uh, finally, uh, Bar- Barbara Weston, number 18. Ski looked at me like, like. Who the fuck would know who that is? Exactly. As if I named somebody from like a six-episode miniseries on Lifetime or something. He's like, I think it's pronounced Barbara Walters. (laughs) I'm sure when you tell me, I'm going to feel, again, pretty stupid. All right, well, I'll let Brent make you feel stupid then. It's Christy McNichol, their neighbor on Empty Nest. Oh, gosh, dang it. (laughs) So... All right, so Ski, what's your tally at the end of this? Yeah, you could have, could have had a possible 60 points. 20. 20, all right. Well, it's more respectful than I thought it would be. Well, you haven't heard his score yet. Um, in honor of the goat, okay. 33. Oh, very nice. Well, in all honesty, I think you at least punted three of those points <laughs> in order for your who for Jackie joke. <laughs> Jackie had a lot of Highway to Heaven. Yeah. <laughs> did you write Highway to Heaven on all those? Uh, or did you just one, say them? Oh. Five of them. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that, uh, that, that was fun, though. Yeah, it went I about mean, I how I very expected. Poorly, but... <laughs> Anyways, I mean, that was a game stacked in Brent's favor because he is <laughs> very good at names and, uh, and keeping track of a lot of these uh, older shows and stars and whatnot, so I'm not surprised that Brent did well. Well, like Don Knotts, freaking, I should have gotten that one. Yeah, I mean, there are definitely Justin a few. Bateman, I should have remembered that one. There are a few that I'm like, yeah, if you just hear the name without any more context. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm, like, so even though we just talked about it, do you know his name? His, his name in real life? Who? Which one? Whoa. Oh, his name was actually Joey. Yeah. But it's, uh, I don't know his last name. Yeah, <laughs> so even still, it wouldn't help that much. <laughs> it's Joey yeah. Lawrence. Joey Lawrence. We, we talked about him a few weeks back, mm. how Oliver was the poor man's Joey or Matthew Lawrence. Oh, we've talked about a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you say the name Joey Lawrence, I would know exactly who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But to try and pull that out of my brain on its own, it's like, nah. How about we talk about graphics or something? <laughs> <laughs> well, talk about Anthony Russo, the unsung Blossom yeah. brother. <laughs> All right, well, Ski, I'm going to give you a, a quick chance to see if you can catch up. I'm going to give you 15 points if you, <laughs> if, if you can name Tootie's full name from Facts of Life. Oh, shoot, I even looked her up. <laughs> Do you have any idea what it is, Brent? It's uh, Tootie Tootenkowski. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, you mean, hold on, you mean her character name? or Yeah, the... her Christian oh, name. Oh, um... Uh, 
tell I, you what. I freaking looked it up too. I'll give like, you a hint. She went over the rainbow with my grandmother. Dorothy. Uh huh. Dorothy. Oh, Tootie. Um. That's not Dorothy Tootie. <laughs> no, I'm saying her first name is Dorothy. Right? Yeah, that's correct. Yep. Dorothy. You don't remember my grandmother's last name? I can't believe you. Which grandma? On my mom's side, so my mom's maiden name. Oh, um. People are going to start being able to hack me now because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm giving out this hot information. Ramsey. Ramsey. Yeah. Dorothy Ramsey? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's... Shortened to Tootie? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, without trying to go back and figure it out, I don't remember what mm-hmm. the Tootie was short for or how she got that nickname. I but... do know your grandma's first name. Well, what is it? Joanne. Yeah, correct. Joanne. I loved how it was spelled. It was just J O A N, right? Yeah, it was just spelled like Joan. So I was frequently mistaken for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she decided to pass that burden on to my mom by not giving her a middle name at all. <laughs> and make, my mom's full first name is Julianne, mm-hmm. but she has no middle name. Gotcha. And so most people think her name is Julie Ann. Mm-hmm. Anyways. All right. Well, we're into scene four now. We meet Trisha properly now. and uh, Still looking good. Oh, absolutely. And uh, she has everything Roland described. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roland has it to uh, bust a move out of the relationship the first time mm-hmm. claiming he was... Let me just start that over. Mm-hmm. Roland. Roland. Bust a move. Yes. Well, Roland had to bust a move out of the relationship the first time by claiming he became a priest. Luckily, every dark tunnel has a lighter hope, so he didn't hang himself with a celibate rope. <laughs> <laughs> Blanche gives Trisha a room key, and uh, we can see the life draining from Roland's eyes. Uh, do you guys have anything else? Uh, your first impressions of Trisha in the episode? Freaking hot. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Kept it tight. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Kept it tight. <laughs> you, like, you like that? Yes. <laughs> well, we're, uh, we're, we're into scene five in the dining room now, and we get a, a great recreating of the kitchen table talk the girls used to have with Roland valiantly filling in for Dorothy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sophia says that they don't want to hear Blanche's southern charm, and Blanche says they don't want to hear about Rose's tap dancing chickens. Uh, and uh, Blanche says a bunch of nonsense word, and Rose laughs, saying, "You're pronouncing it just like a tourist." <laughs> I, I, I think about some sort of a food that uh, she starts pronouncing. Uh, and then I love to Rose says that they don't want to uh, picture Sicily and for Sophia to eat for uh, Sophia to either bring a photograph or shut up. <laughs> like for seven years, I've been trying to picture Sicily, and I can't do it. <laughs> That was definitely one of my favorite parts of the episode. Yeah, that was great. Even though they rode through it on a donkey. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's great, too, that she's uh, that Roland's like, you guys just sit around eating cheesecake yeah. and talking about your problems. Um, and he, didn't, he like served them up perfectly. He's like, oh, yeah. which one of you could possibly have a, uh, how do you word it, like being pursued madly? Yeah. <laughs> or madly pursued, I think. Right? Yeah, well, he does decline to hear their stories, but they all... Uh, let them know who their tales involved. For Blanche, it was Jerry Lee Lewis. For Sophia, Enzo Ferrari. And for Rose, Mayor McCheese. <laughs> but her delivery of that was one of my favorite things she that she's ever happy. said. Yeah. yeah. Just so she's like, Mayor McCheese. And then she kind of like. eyebrows. Yeah, exactly. Like he was a Kennedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Blanche admits that she sent for Trisha and apologizes, but Roland storms off. We're back in the lobby now, and uh, Roland is avoiding answering the phone because he doesn't want to talk to Trisha. Mm-hmm. Trisha comes down, and Roland decides he needs to talk to her. The girls encourage him to be honest, but he doesn't know if Trisha can handle the facts of life. <laughs> <laughs> Roland. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things that if you're going to take the good, you got to take the bad. Right. <laughs> if you take them both. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there you have Golden Palace. Uh. <laughs> exactly. 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 He says, thank you for being a friend, but mm. go ahead and travel down the road. Yeah, yeah. exactly. If you can't handle us at balls and testicles, you don't deserve us. At <laughs> <laughs> What's that? What's the high point? <laughs> I couldn't think of one. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's like if you can't handle us and you don't deserve us at balls and yeah. testicles, I feel like that's more the high point. <laughs> if that's our low point, then we're doing really damn good. <laughs> if our low point is balls and testicles. <laughs> what did 
I say? I would say Balls and Testicles is definitely my midpoint. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> Not for now, but as you age. <laughs> you don't got too many more years left. That's the midpoint. Um, but anyways, uh, we said if you can't handle us at Balls and Testicles, yeah. you don't deserve us. Uh, season one, episode 20. <laughs> exactly. That, that was the correct answer. Just couldn't think of it. Well, uh, Roland sits down with Christian, starts telling her that her mother was kidnapped by Afghani rebels and that he must go to her. Uh, Roland, though, comes clean. Apparently, he's used that exact yeah, same... Yeah, didn't she say, again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Exactly. She's like, if I have to hear your Hotel Ronda story one more time. Right. <laughs> 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 Roland comes clean after a uh, brush with Mr. Fingers. <laughs> and, Tells Trisha that he doesn't love her. Uh, he asks that she. Uh, he asks why she keeps trying after all of his stories, and she says that it's because he was the only guy uh, that just wasn't after her for Miss uh, for Mrs. Garrett's gold doubloons. <laughs> <laughs> I think she says like her massive inheritance or something like exactly. that. So. He had that look on his face like it's the first time he knew about it or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we get into the final regular scene, <laughs> and it has a. Chewie talking about how well the TV show went, even though he had to uh, pass through Sophia's picket line. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely a classic Brent move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roland comes in and tells the girls that he uh, works hard because of their hotel running ignorance. Uh, they tell him that they care about him and that he is part of the family. Joanne walks in and the two of them head out for lunch. Rose celebrates her victory, claiming Chuckle has won, Tramp zero. <laughs> And then we do get a credit scene. It seems like this may be something we get every episode this season, yeah, which I'm definitely so. glad about. Me too. Um, the end credit scene has Sophia channeling her inner Brent in an effort to incite the hoi polloi to rise up against the establishment. Mm-hmm. Much like Brent's, her efforts failed. <laughs> <laughs> I like how she was like, talk about like rising up against the man about ownership. Yeah. And then uh, Chewie's like, you're one of the owners. And she's like, pauses a second and says, everybody back to work. Yeah. <laughs> I had to really make sure when I said that, though, that I wanted to, to definitely enunciate the S when I said, much like Brent's, because I didn't want to say that much like Brent, her efforts failed. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to make sure that it was much like your efforts uh, hers okay. failed, not like you as a person. That <laughs> <laughs> she failed. So. so did you guys have anything else to add to the episode before I do the uh, anything I missed or anything that you wanted to pad? Can't think of anything. Do we have um, Kevin Much? Oliver make an appearance? Uh, yeah, he was in there. Um, he was uh, because he was the one who told her that uh, about the things wouldn't work out with uh, with. Trisha. Oh, that's right. So, yeah, it was pretty mixed. brief though for him. Yeah. Much like Joey Lawrence's name. Yes. I can't think of anything right now. <laughs> Fair enough. I like the fact that out of all 20, that's the one you're kicking yourself over. <laughs> not, the, not the Brenda, or uh, not Brenda, but uh, Christy McNichol. Exactly. <laughs> Don Knotts, who's won more Emmys oh, than right, anybody right. else he's on the list combined. The, yeah, he's probably the, the most famous on the list for yeah. sure. I mean, he's a Nobel Hadid, but yeah, he's exactly. famous. <laughs> so, well, yeah, so we, we Although I think uh, Bella Hadid by now has Don Knotts' liver, <laughs> Probably. as far as pure mileage goes. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, Billy L. Sullivan, he did make his sixth appearance as, Ol- as Oliver, so just two more for him um, before the season Gets comes to a close. phased out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sonia Hunt played Roy. This was her only golden uh only golden appearance and her only credit period, <laughs> so she never acted again after mm-hmm. this one. Well, I mean, it's one of those things that there's not a lot of roles out there for people with hook hands. <laughs> yeah, that's true, and covered <laughs> in blood. Yeah. Um, we had uh, Monica Allison. She played Joanne. 39 mm-hmm. titles for her. Her only golden, but she was on three episodes of Fresh Prince, a couple mm-hmm. episodes of Seinfeld, an episode of Scrubs, and uh, one that Ski actually may have heard her voice on um, in the recent past. She played on two episodes of Coco Melon as Mommy. So How about that? If you ever watch that. Uh, d- does Camden still watch that, or has he gone Not past that? Not a lot that? lately, but, I mean, every now and then, like, if he's getting fussy, I, I have, like, a, there's a on my uh, YouTube, like, quick search, mm-hmm. like, things that I've typed a lot in the past for him. Coco Melon comes up easy, so I just type it in. Sometimes he'll watch it, but. And gets a little calm still. Yeah, he's more into uh, Mickey Mouse stuff lately. Okay. And, uh. Uh, Bluey, which is 
Mm-hmm. I think like an Australian cartoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's a great show. And then uh, we had uh, Monty Landis. He played Mr. Rusciutti. Uh 74 titles for him, but this was his second golden. His mm-hmm. first one was as Victor on season three, episode 13, one of the classics, uh, mm-hmm. The Artist. Yes. I think he was um, Victor's paramour. Yeah, it may have been. Um, or yeah. Laszlo. Is it Victor? I can't remember, to yeah. be honest. Um, at least as far as his role in the yeah. show, in the episode. And then finally, of course, uh, Kim Fields played Trisha. 239 titles for her. 61 of those as an actress. Um, this was her only golden episode. And then uh, she did have 118 episodes of Living Single. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, uh, 201 episodes of The Facts of Life as mm-hmm. a Dorothy Tootie Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, did you guys know, I did not realize this, or at least I did not recall this at all, but that there was two TV movies, The mm-hmm. Facts of Life Down Under and The Facts of Life Go to Paris. Mm-hmm. I yeah. didn't. I did not have any recollection of I those. I think when I looked her up, I saw that, but I didn't yeah. know which ones they were. And, and then, then oh, I think there was another like reunion one after that. Too. Oh, was there? Yeah, oh. hmm. um, and like then, a re- like within the last like five years, maybe. Interesting. Oh wow! I'd like, have to look into that because I don't feel like I I may have skimmed right by when I was doing you yeah. know my check on her, but uh, but she's also I thought I should mention she's been so far in thirty two episodes of the Upshaws as mm-hmm. uh, Regina Upshaw, and that's a current show. Yeah, I don't know what station or service that's on, but I've um, heard of that one. Netflix. Oh, it's on Netflix. Yeah, Annie Levine um, writes that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, so if you're a fan of uh, Kim Fields, by all means, check that one out. I only know that because her dad's Ken Levine, or Ken Levine. Oh, okay. Yeah, Levine. They pronounce it Levine. So, so yeah, so that's all oh. I have for this episode. Oh, uh, did you want to say more about Ken Levine? I do. I do. Okay, um, Just because yeah, um, you're a big fan of Ken Levine, too. Do you know a character that he created that's near and dear to all of our hearts? Dorothy? Mm. <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine that he created Paul Dooley. No, he did not. <laughs> he did not. <laughs> but he did create the uh, Capital City Goofball. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Um, he wrote the uh, Dance and Homer episode. Oh, very nice. Of The Simpsons, <laughs> amongst others. Very great. Yeah. yeah that, that, I love the song, the Capital City song, you know, the takeoff on uh, New York, New York. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I saw a baby elephant walk in a different context the other day, and I couldn't take it seriously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that whatever context you saw it in, it was something that would require a lot of seriousness. <laughs> like, yeah, they played it at a funeral, and I just couldn't. Exactly. I had to give it an audible laugh. Yeah. <laughs> an LOL, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I'm done with my part of the episode, Brent. Okay. Do you have anything else you want to add about the episode? I think, uh, I think I'm good. All right, any favorite lines you want to give a shout-out to? I did, well, I did talk about it earlier. I think uh, the when she was laughing at, when Rose was laughing at Blanche, mm-hmm. saying it's a win-win for everybody except for you. Yeah. And she, I think that was my favorite line. Okay. I might have the same favorite one as Alan, but just when, you know, she was like, Mayor McCheese. Yeah, yep, same here. I agree. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. Did you have an MVP? Rose. Rose? Okay. How come? Oh, I thought she had great lines, like I said, and the delivery for that. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just dug her uh, competitiveness in this one, which you don't usually see. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think whenever there's a competition, we get competitive Rose. Like that, That's a through mm-hmm. line that they have kept um, yeah. throughout the series. But yeah, yeah. Rose easily got it for well, me, she, too. I, she, I don't think she generally like prompts the competition which, like she did this time. That may be true. I'll, I'll grant that. Um, but mm-hmm. once she gets in a competition, she certainly is consistently been competitive. I would agree with that, too. But yeah, I just thought she had the best lines overall for the episode and mm-hmm. uh, just really delivered them well. Yeah. So. Okay. I'm going with Tootie. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Just because you thought that she was tight or whatever it was you said. <laughs> yeah, for, just for keeping it tight. <laughs> so, how many slices of cheesecake do you give it? I gave it five. I, okay. I liked the episode. I didn't love it, but I thought yeah. that, uh, you know, the premise was all right. It's kind of funny. And, yeah. and I thought Rose in particular was great in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but... It wasn't. I don't think it would necessarily be one I would think would compete for my favorite of this, yeah. you know, this season. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was good. How about you? I actually thought the performances or the the concept itself was a little bit eh, but I thought the performances were great, so I gave it a six. Oh, really? See, I just gave it like a three and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if I'd have had my druthers, okay, then the whole thing just would have been about like there would have been. Basically, them trying to figure out if Roland was gay or not. Oh, okay. You know, in just the entire episode, and then maybe give it like a cameo from Anthony Bouvier. Oh. <laughs> Bring back Meshach Taylor as a possible <laughs> as a possible suitor. Like, 
basically like and then a little crossover. You could, yeah, you could still have Joanna and Tootie or whatever, but also mm-hmm. still have Sophia in the mix trying to hook yeah. him up with <laughs> with Meshack, you know, or whomever. Yeah. You know. That would have been a solid way to to keep that one going. Yeah. At the same time though, I think it probably wouldn't have aged well, so it's probably best that it was just was that pretty mm-hmm. brief moment in the show, <laughs> at least by twenty twenty three, you know, woke standards as we like to promote here. I think we all know that the Golden Palace was here for a good time, not for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you wish it was the same for you. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> This podcast takes the opposite approach. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Here for a long time, just not a very good time. Yeah. Hey, our listeners seem to be liking it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if their choices are misguided. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. So I think we, we hit all the bases, didn't we? Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, without further ado, uh, stay golden, Coco. Hey, thanks so much for downloading today. If you enjoyed that opening, you should definitely check out Ashley Jade on YouTube. She has a bunch of awesome compositions on there. If you want to get in touch, you can email us at sophiaschoicepodcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at sophiaschoicepc. We plan to have a new episode out every Monday. If you have a moment, give us a rating on iTunes or wherever else fine podcasts are downloaded. And of course, stay golden.